Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined with returning guest, Don Strahd of Psycho- Psychota Press. <laughs> Did I pronounce it? Is it Psychota, correct? Psychota uh, Press, yeah, and it's Don Stroud. Don Stroud. So Don yes. Stroud of Psychota Press, let me take that over again. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Logar. No doubt. Again, it. yeah, I am a returning yeah. guest. Uh, we did... <laughs> Several months back, I think I was on talking about an older book, uh, Lesser Key of the Celestial Legion. And we've had this one. I've got one that we've we've had in our stacks to try to review, and I haven't gotten around to reviewing it yet. And that's the Apparition, Spirits, and Hauntings mm. or DCC. Mm-hmm. And I know that we got two copies of it. I, I turned one over to light, and, and, and it's in the rotation. So hopefully we'll be able to get to it sooner than later. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So that was a fun one. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but like last year in December, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to do a, you know, 25, like uh, one of those ad, advent calendar, but yes. like, you know, crossed <laughs> up with uh, like the Victorian ghost story. So it's all ghosts and hauntings. And, you know, looking forward to reviewing that because I always thought it should have done a little bit better. Like I still have, I don't know, 700 copies back here. So I'd love to sell some this year. Yeah, the, check them out. It's pretty. I've actually used the Spirit of Contagion in my game. Oh, was nice. one of the ones that we had there, and and uh, needless to say that this this scenario and situation I set up for that, my players fled from as fast as they could. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, there was no loss there, and there was no win there because they just got frightened of the Spirit of Contagion and took off and tried yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah, they are super gruesome. <laughs> So that happened in our game. So I'm thankful for that. Definitely got a chance to use it at the table. And it was, it, it nice. was good stuff so far. Um, so you got something going on right now that's going to be crowdfunding, I believe, on Kickstarter. Is that correct? Yeah. So Kickstarter, I hope to be launching. Uh, well, at this point, it will have already been launched, hopefully. chance sure um (laughs) launching on the 10th of january you know i always said are we still writing systems there are so many systems out there no one needs to write a new system i apologize (laughs) to everyone who has because i usually love them all and i'm full of crap i guess when i say that because (laughs) then i was (laughs) inspired this year um to to, it's ba- it's pretty much a mothership hack, but it's uh, like medieval horror instead of sci-fi. So well, it's going to lean heavily into horror. So this is interesting because you're using mothership to do uh, a medieval style type of game. I'm curious to know what what brought you there because most people it's a medieval game. I'm just going to use the there's a lot of OSR like basic hacks of the fan- classic fantasy role playing game. So why did you take that approach? So I was reading a book, a novel, uh, it's been around for a while. And I seem, I think over this last year, it really picked up steam. Uh, it's called Between Two Fires mm-hmm. and the author Christopher Bullman or something. Um, <laughs> sorry, everyone out there. Um, <laughs> so that was, it, it, it was horrific. There's plague, there are demons. It's like a bad time to live. There's famine. It's kind of pseudo historically based in a time period right uh england and france so i was like man i really loved that book and it'd be nice to have an oppressive kind of doom in your medieval horror right so i'm like oh mothership's got the stress system you know i've been heavily involved in mothership over the last since it launched um sean mccoy and alan girding are friends of mine and uh you know i 
uh, co-wrote Dead Planet and Pound of Flesh and listed as a developer on the main rules. And then I did just uh, for the monster book, which, oh, what's it called now? Unconfirmed Contact Reports or something? I believe that's what it's called. The one that's coming out in the new box set. That's yeah. Releases, yes. Yeah. So I was a contributing uh, writer on that too. So, you know, I've got some experience with the system and I'm like, you know what? That stress system, the panic engine is probably going to be perfect for this um, just to get that, you know, that like pressure, that doom. Um, So, you know, I changed a couple of the words because it's not stressful. It's more like sorrowful, sorrow. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So it's just like pressing down on you. And I'm like, this this is perfect. I was, I was going to just write as a setting for old school essentials or maybe Dungeon Crawl Classics, you know, because those are my two uh, go-tos for that time period-ish, yes. right? Or like your fantasy gaming. Yes. But, um, you know, I just wanted to maybe see if this was going to work. And so far it has worked a lot. So I've got a, a question here. Now, Mothership, I've ran Mothership a few times. I love it. And Pound of Flesh I, is actually... What I, the only thing I've ever ran, I've run one shots that I've taken out of the pound of flesh, and I love the oh, pound nice. of flesh. I nice. love it. It's a, yeah, I like yeah. The, I mean, I like the issues it brings up. The whole like like profiting off of the air, and then stuff people like str- the the struggle, the corruption. There, it's just yeah, the themes are perfect for me to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually uh, I got that uh, air thing from a sci-fi short story where basically if you're not like of use on the space station, they put you in a sleep chamber, you know, (laughs) and uh, the main protagonist was always concerned about, you know, the air credit and it just adds a nice tension. So I brought that up to uh, all of us who are working on that and we kind of like took it and changed it, you know? Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's the whole, like, you know, there's the drug troubles, there's the union troubles, there's the mechanical monstrosity troubles, which um, I'm pretty sure all of us involved in that are, uh, we're huge fans of Tetsuo Iron Man. Oh Um, yeah. I'm familiar of it. I'm familiar with it. I've not seen it. It's one that I keep on hearing about from my game group. I probably have to watch this. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, it's wild. The, uh, I I loved it. It was was the one shot that I ran with it was a lot about, okay. I sent my, my players into uh, the, the, uh, into what was it called again? The, 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 Oh, I can't remember the name of the space station. Now it's called the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I should is have it Prospero's Dream or something? I, yeah, I think it is. I think it's Prospero's yeah. Dream. And I yeah. send my players in there and I and I let them tell me, who are you looking for? There's someone you have to mm-hmm. find here. You've been sent as a bounty to retrieve someone who's missing and they're down in the bottom depths where there's no air and stuff. So it's yeah. pretty much them exploring, trying to find them. That's the way I kind of use stuff there for my one shot that I was running. And yeah. it worked out well. The first time we had a, 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 I ever ran it was a player. It was all my players played Teamsters. <laughs> oh, nice. So nice. they were all about the union stuff in there. Yeah. And the yeah. second time, nobody played a Teamsters. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I got the exact opposite experience. Right. But each time they were, they were encouraged to like tell me who they were saving. And I remember that we, one of the things is that we were after Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew okay. was the name of the Rumal as the Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So anyhow, nice, just a yeah. side note. Now I'm curious about the system you're coming out with with Mothership. I one thing I liked about doing a one shot with is it's so quick to just take that character sheet. You got a character rolled up in no time. 
uh, all the classes are there. Like, how is it with rolling up a character with what you're working on? We're not working with Teamsters and stuff like that still. Are I'm assuming not quite so much, but in a way, yes. Like, of course, you still have your standard fighter, uh, mercenary type fig- figure. They could be a knight, and uh, so the setting is going to be baked into the rule set. Um, there are certain uh, factions of knighthood, um, but yeah, as far as like a teamster type class, it's going to be like a laborer. And okay. there were, you know, there were a lot of laborers back in, you know, in medieval times of this world, uh, Earth. So, oh yeah. I'm trying to make it like not straight up. Hey, this is actual Earth, you know, an yeah. echo of Earth. It's similar yet not. Um, but yeah, so the classes are very similar to the mothership classes and work almost the same way because um, you kind of have like your standards there. Like instead of scientists, um, you know, we're gonna have like uh, university trains. So you're gonna have like you know physicians. Uh, Physician, I can't even doctors <laughs> cut cut that out and just say doctor. Physician, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna heal myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, you know they're gonna be doing like barbaric surgeries and uh, uh, priests uh, are really important in this. And there's not exactly magic spells in this, but mm-hmm. the priests can uh, communicate and summon angels, uh, oh. which you know, building upon uh, the lesser key. I was about to say, yeah, you got the lesser key out there. there, I wonder if there's going to be a mothership conversion in the future for that. (laughs) Uh, There definitely will be. If it isn't, like, I'm kind of inserting stuff into the rule book. So you can just have it there, right? Mm -hmm. Because it has everything that I wanted, which, you know, it's not surprising. I wrote the book. I came up with it. Uh, Of (laughs) course, uh, James Posnell helped a lot on that. But the whole thing with relics and saints and angels and aspects of religion that's all kind of going to be baked into this new rule set and setting i'm i'm curious though because as you do you've done some very religious oriented uh stuff previously and it seems to be that's happening here I, I, like that that's intriguing to me could you speak a bit about your approach to religion and role-playing games and stuff like mm-hmm. that because i'd like to I'm, I'm really curious to know more about this <laughs> yeah yeah so my i've always loved playing clerics more and i you know never really think they got to do enough um most people play them as like you know zealots or like you know a war priest of sorts and i really i like to focus on you know them spreading teachings and whatnot so in the real world of earth i did go to church a lot as a kid and uh, oh, yeah. three, <laughs> three times a week, you know, and then eventually my dad became a, a pastor. Um, but I Nazarene, know, I know this world. This, I, you know, we yeah. at least three times a week, at least mm-hmm. growing up. My father yeah. was the assistant minister and the choir oh, nice. director and everything else. Nice. So that's a world nice. that I very much know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So did 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 you have the things in the summer where you like you went every single night what, oh yeah what were like revival yeah. They, yeah. yes revival we'd yes. have the revivals we'd have yeah. at least a revival a year probably two yeah. or three yeah. we always went <laughs> yeah. so yeah it sounds like we are very similar backgrounds so my approach in a gaming world is <laughs> not i don't know I don't know if that's what inspired it because I do like the crazier stuff from the Bible, you know, the weird angels, obviously I wrote a whole book about that sort of thing, (laughs) but um, yeah. So my approach in the gaming world, especially in this uh, upcoming setting and uh, rule set 
is like it's not going to be like here it is of course we have like you know yes church leaders uh, have been accused of things and you know probably doing it and there's like there's a lot of ugliness with religion right yeah oh um, yeah yeah right there's <laughs> there's no there's no denying that in all aspects all de- denominations you know yeah um, and and looking back to like like the time periods where you know got stuff like the crusades and stuff like that mm-hmm. that was happening 500 600 how many right. 600 700 well however many hundred years ago that was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's all kinds of yeah <laughs> yeah there's atrocities upon atrocity <laughs> yeah but however so i do not want to have that happen in this world right i want to be like what if you know demons actually are coming out of the you know the earth or whatever underground what if you know it's real like what yeah. if you can actually say, wow, people do horrible things because demons are real and they're sitting <laughs> on their shoulder whispering things and they're, you know, possessing people. Wouldn't the actual church be pretty damn straight ahead and good and not actually kind of horrible sometimes? You have your like Van Helsings and whatnot. And what was the, right. what was the priest and exorcist name? I'm trying to remember. What's oh, <laughs> yeah. Of Max yeah. von Sydow. <laughs> right. Right. So, like, you know, what if what if they actually did good? Um, not that churches don't do good now. Of course, there's good with the bad, right? But what if it was like, I'm not saying it's purely good, but what if they knew it and they're like, you know, their connection to the celestial is one of the things that you know holds the infernal back, you know? And yeah. so picture a world where that like it's kind of like an escalating holy war between these two factions. Like, so you've got everything permeated with this, like the holy weaponry, like the swords you have to put like relics in them to actually damage the demons or there are prayers and chants that actually like, you know, kind of work. Right. I've got a weird, weird, just completely off the wall question out of left field. I know you've probably even playing role-playing games for a while. Yeah. Did you play in nominee back in the nineties? <laughs> no, I hope I'm not totally copying some old no, game I've no. never played. <laughs> I mean, it just the, the whole premise of the game was angels versus demons, and I kind oh, of really? <laughs> by the Steve Jackson, I think I know it's oh Steve okay games put yeah. it out, and huh. I think there was even a GURPS edition of it as well. The whole premise was angels and demons fighting, so that's where like oh hey, look at this. oh nice yeah yeah. No, no, I've not played that. So. <laughs> I actually, I, I think we attempted to play a couple sessions back in the day. I do have the books still to this day. <laughs> we'll see that oh, yeah. up, but, but I haven't really said that I've done an in nominee campaign. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the way that you approached de- uh, angels and angelic be- creatures and stuff like that, we we went through some, I believe, in the episodes you mm-hmm. were on where you rolled a few up. I like it. It's really cool. It's not like you usually get with monster manuals like in what like with your angels it's very much leaning into like the biblical style of yeah angel i feel that a lot of the charts you created kind of hits that flavor and feel on the head mm-hmm. so yeah. could you speak to some of that yeah so i actually do i want to continue in that vein but i also want to have um like an established like i don't even know what it's called uh, you know how the angels, they're like thrones. There are, you know, An established hierarchy. Of, yeah, yeah. Of so like, I do yeah. want to, yeah, I w- kind of want to bring that in with the, uh, you know, range of 
the good angels and the you know bad my artist so the artist is going to be um adam foreman who has contributed to my stuff before and i think where we are right now in the process is he's going to be the sole artist on the rule book. So kind of give it like a unified vibe. We kind of have some sketches of like a world map surrounded by, you know, yeah. the hierarchy of good and bad with the world in the middle. So yeah, I do want to have some sort of established hierarchy, but then still kind of use these tables that I had. In, uh, and I'm, I'm doing new tables and artist complex kind of more focused uh, for this setting. Now, when I look at what I've, and I don't have, I didn't bring the book over here. I think it's over mm -hmm. there on my DCC shelf or also on my DCC boxes right now. Yeah. Uh, like a couple of them, but the ones that I do have of yours, when I look at that, it that reminds me of certain things. Uh, a lot of classical, old classical, and maybe even occult literature sometimes, like there's like things like the, the grimoire of the Pope Honoris and things like that out there. And then you have like, like, I'm just curious if there was mm -hmm. any kind of literature that you looked at, like, what was it you looked at when you were coming up with that kind of stuff? What inspired that or kind of like fed into some of that? Is there anything out that you could say, speak to specifically? Um, I mean, I love all that weird stuff. Like, you know, uh, lesser key solomon's lesser key and all yeah. that kind of occult <laughs> uh, it's always like super fun and interesting but <laughs> with the specific tables in lesser key like i really did try to cover as many of the world's religions as i could like you know there are options where you can have like an animal headed humanoid yeah. um you know like the egyptian stuff like i really wanted to grab as much as I really could put in there. And then a lot of that like really weird stuff, like three headed, five headed, whatever. So yeah, there's, yeah, I try to incorporate everything I can and kind of make it make sense. So this is going to be more focused. And um, one of the ideas I had is, and you know, with uh, Mothership, Tuesday Night Games will, they have the rules and then each module, they kind of include more stuff that adds to the rules, but you don't necessarily have to use it. So I kind yes. of want to expand the setting and the rule set like in a similar way, you know, so the actual rules will be a regional, like, you know, like the God here is this, you know, the evil is this, and then maybe move to another continent or something in like the next release. Yeah, so kind of like, yeah. Now, is there, and this is kind of going back to something I asked before, like when you're doing character sheet, or when you're doing the character sheets, or yeah. making your character, is there a, a, a one sheet with everything on it like Mothership has done? Is that what we can expect, or is it going to be? Uh, that? You know, I wish, <laughs> I wish I was as brilliant as Sean McCoy, <laughs> but I'm not. And character creation is a little more, uh, there are more options here. Okay. Uh, because along with your class, you're going to get a breakdown of like certain occupations you may have done kind of, you know, how DCC has the occupation list. Yes. Uh, they're going to have that and uh, you'll have to roll for like a vice, mm -hmm. um, you know, like some failing because this is what demons will use against you, you know, to okay. try and tempt you and bend you um, because there are a couple other sliding scales involved in the game um, devoutness that, you know, go up and down much like stress, but it's more your eternal, you know, soul. Is it adding, adding good or bad, you know? So demons will be the tempt you on this kind of apply more than just, 
they're going to hit you with their claw. They're going to, you know, get into your mind and soul and kind of try to twist you like that. So the character sheet is not going to be simple, but it won't be crazy. <laughs> now, is is a lot of that soul type of struggle happening there within? Where, where does that does that happen mechanically? Specific ways that we can expect to see, or how are you going to approach some of that? Is, yeah, so this was considered early on, like you don't actually want to be, as, as a judge or whatever, you don't want to be sitting there screaming horrible things at your players, like, oh, your dad never loved you, and you're an alcoholic, <laughs> you know, that doesn't go down well, because people, you know, people have <laughs> triggers, people have uh, yeah. horrible stuff in their life, and they don't want to hear that, but you know, if demons were real and they were coming at you, like they would totally be using the stuff against you, right? Yeah. They would want to hurt you. You know, the exorcist, how your uh, mother darn socks in hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So there is a purely mechanical, it's just like, oh, this is going to reduce your devoutness by this much and cause, you know, this much sorrow to you, aka stress. And it's going to reduce, you know, uh, it's going to have effects on many levels of your character without having to say horrible things that might reduce yeah. an actual player to tears or yeah, you know try to worse. avoid stuff like that That's yeah a good idea it's a good yeah. idea yeah i've always so i i'm gonna put this out there when i when i'm when i'm hearing about this the thing that pops to my mind is that, like i brought up before max von Sydow and the exorcist because mm -hmm. i really love the exorcist yeah. like of my favorite like horror stuff exorcism type stuff is some of my favorites and max mm -hmm. von Sydow is just super cool to me to begin with his old movies yeah. he did before then and everything else mm -hmm. he's got a thing going on but i love that like uh the priests doing the exorcism and mm -hmm. you know exorcist rites and all that it's, i mean yeah. i'm assuming is that like a thing i'd be able to run like a character type i'd be able to run in here and play that type of dude or <laughs> yeah yeah so a priest will have the ability and i think i'm going to do something very similar i believe it was in lesser key where there is a page of how to perform an exorcism and oh, it's nice. several roles yeah so <laughs> i'm going to kind of do that but the weird thing about this uh world is like not all the demons are kind of like what we you know, like the exorcist where they're possessing someone yeah. just in their body. Like some of them are even more parasites, like physical parasites. So some of the exorcisms will actually, you'll need like a barber surgeon there to kind of extract, you oh. know, a physical <laughs> weird thing along with a spiritual. It wraps itself around your brain or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you like know, like, uh, it's like kind that. of like, uh, do you know about the Guinea worm? like in tropical countries no i'm not sure if that rings a bell Can you yeah, tell me it's about like, it yeah it's a parasite that kind of you drink the eggs and the larvas in your body and it kind of oh. migrates to a limb and then it creates a little like burning cyst so you want to go in the water then it lays more eggs but oh, these things are kind of long yeah yeah this <laughs> there should be a trigger warning on this episode oh uh, this is so, terrible <laughs> i don't like so, this thing. <laughs> i don't want to run into so, one <laughs> no, so you have to like wind it out slowly over like days and weeks or else it'll snap off and infect your body, right? Ooh. So, yeah, so there's going to be an element of that in your exorcisms. And, oh, that's, uh, that's an interesting thing you know. to add, especially like, if, I like that. It, for me, sometimes like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Palladium's magic system. Okay. Um, 
And Palladium's magic system, the reason I like that is because there's a little more ritual involved with some of it, like sacrifice mm-hmm. and other things like that. Whereas right. in my normal magic systems, they're like, okay, I cast this, it's over with, I just have to study. I like the idea of magic being a little more complex, taking steps to do things. These are what you have to do. I guess you could say ritualistic in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. So having to be able to cut out the the host demon, I like that. Right. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's a cool thing to add yeah. to the game. Yeah, some, you know, there's body horror along with your, like, you know, psychological horror or whatever. Yeah, um, no doubt. Which, yeah, <laughs> which I am a huge fan of horror, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I was excited to kind of insert a lot of this weird grossness into mm-hmm. something. I really think that I'm not going to say the failing of Dungeons and Dragons, but like, you know, you're just running into these monsters, you're hacking and slashing, you're getting their loot. Like, it's not really like the horror aspect is not really ever approached or done at all. You know, you're in dark dungeons. I don't know if you've ever had like a torch or even like a flashlight at night. Like Mm -hmm. you you can't see anything. And you're in a dungeon and weird, crazy, like, (laughs) you know, the cloakers are dropping on you. And like, you know, what are the, uh, the rot grubs? Like, oh yeah, those are, those are terrible. Those rock girls. <laughs> and you know, instead of like incorporating some kind of terror or horror, it's just like, oh yeah, we got to burn these out and blah blah blah. And you know, we as players kind of know how to deal with this eventually. And it's never really like, no, this is gross and horrible. You mm-hmm. know, this is scary. Uh, just on a quick side note, have you had a chance to check out Liminal Horror yet? <laughs> no, I heard that so much, and. Uh, you know, there are so many, so many games out there and man, it's just like, you can't, you can't keep up, right? Yeah, no, I can't. I can't keep up with them. And I, I, I probably talk to more game creators than the average person on a regular basis. Yeah. And right. I can't keep up with all of the games coming out, but there's some great stuff coming out. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. I wish I had time for all the games. People are like, I don't want to be immortal. I don't want to be a vampire. I hear that kind of thing. I'm like, I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. I'd love to be immortal. Be able to play all right. these games for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because you, I mean, I have, of course, I have shelves of books of like novels I haven't read. Yeah. I'm sure I have game, game stuff I haven't read. Like, it'd be great to. I'm never going to be able to play all the games I want to play or read all the books that I want to read in my lifetime. I got to get to as many of them as I can while I got the chance. (laughs) Exactly. I think you kind of reach a point in like your middle age where you're like kind of rubbing your chin. Like, am I going to live long enough to read all these things I've acquired? And it, you know, starts to be like a weird, like death reading, you know, curve. (laughs) And you're like, I should stop buying stuff. Does it ever happen? No. Uh, yeah, books are my thing. I, I'm I'm gonna definitely be, be the game books, or I, I do a lot of nonfiction. I've been, I've been getting back into more and more fiction here lately. But like, yeah, I, I, there's never no way I'm gonna be able to read everything I want to read, know everything mm-hmm. I want to know, and definitely not be able to play all the games that I want to play. <laughs> I don't have right, the time right. in my life nope. to do it all. It's it's nope. ambitious. <laughs> yep. So what are what are you playing lately, and what do you want to get to play? <laughs> so yeah so i actually have been running this for i don't know august september so running it for a couple months i've run a good number of sessions with my uh, main group and i actually the very first session ever was at a convention with a bunch of uh, people i didn't know well some oh. uh, yeah so and it went so well i'm like oh 
this is great. So yeah, I'm running. I don't know. Have I even mentioned the name of this game yet? You know, I, I was, I was, I was going to say something about that Yeah. towards the beginning, but then I was like, did I just forget? And would I look foolish if I mentioned that? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's both look foolish then. So yeah, the first session of, uh, and you know what? It probably didn't have that same name at that point. The name currently Ruination Pilgrimage. Ruination Pilgrimage. So I kind of am trying to like evoke that, you know, Canterbury Tales with some exorcist, with some, you know, I don't even know what else. <laughs> Just horrible. I, I like I like the inclusion of Canterbury Tales. That, that, that's interesting. That, that's it's a good one. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Chaucer and all that stuff. Some interesting right. stuff. There. Yeah. Yeah, because when you like start looking at these, uh, you know, medieval occupations that are included in the game too, like people had their job, they did it their whole life, and you know that kind of maybe affected their mindset and their outlook on life. So I, yeah, it's called uh, Ruination Pilgrimage, and then I believe the subtitle is a Panic Engine game because oh, that nice. is what Tuesday Night Games. Uh, you know, if you have a mothership hack, that's what they're going to be called, and I don't even know if that's public knowledge yet oh i don't know so <laughs> i'll find out and i'll tell you to edit it out if it is um but yeah so uh ruination pilgrimage a panic engine game now there's one other thing that i'm going to bring up just just what pops some like when i hear about this the other piece of literature that keeps on popping into my mind is dante's inferno oh um it's yes. very much <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I loved that as a kid and Paradise Lost. You know, I yes. loved all of this because it was, you know, it was just a bit extra and a bit cooler than like, you know, what we heard about in church. Oh, right? yeah. It was yeah, church was all these are the end times and they're horrible and you're going to burn in hell. And then, you know, you read this like old literature it was like wow this is like complex it's cool it's beautiful it's horrible <laughs> yeah well i had I, I had large periods where i was very fascinated with uh religious literature as my main form of mm -hmm. reading uh, and that's a vast array of religious literature uh from mm -hmm. many, many different religions that i was interested in but there was a period there where like things like dante's inferno and stuff like that and the more apocryphal books uh, specifically, like like uh, Christian texts, apocryphal Christian mm -hmm. texts became a fascination of mine for a while, and really delving into those. And there's some really fun, interesting things happening over there. I was fascinated. Yeah, with. yeah. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Like that was something I was not exposed to at a young age, and then when I, you know, could uh, you know spread spread my wings on my own, I'm like, what? There's a bunch of books that we didn't ever get access to yeah you know. there's some there's some interesting history there and some interest a lot of really fascinating things that that are out there that yeah good 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 stuff to use if you're looking for some stuff for your game <laughs> yeah yeah totally and i think that's all kind of baked in the dna even though i don't actually like know it yeah. like i was kind of thinking like Oh, I'm going to start doing like, you know, interviews and talking about this more. Like I need to have a list of what's actually influencing me. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, these <laughs> two books, you know, but yeah, it's totally baked into my everything. I think like stuff like that, you know, definitely all the horror I've read, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> movies like, uh, have you ever seen Black Death? I have not. I don't oh, think yeah. so. At least it, it doesn't yeah. ring a bell. I just probably check that out. 
was that like it's a medieval kinda... film where they were uh where there was some kind of plague going on maybe i have yeah. seen this that's i may yeah. have yeah uh what's his name is in it sean sean bean you know who always dies i think i did see yeah. that movie yeah i did yep. see that so it's definitely got a lot of that in it, man. What else? Yeah, yeah. I was. I do need to come up with a nice list, um, an appendix in of sorts. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because every, you know, people are curious about that sort of thing, and yeah, I you know like to talk about it. But yeah, so I have been reading. There's not a lot of it out there, but a lot of like uh, medieval horror, like started mm-hmm. out with uh, Between Two Fires, and then there's a full uh, short story compilations, uh, Howl from the Dark Ages. That's got some really key stuff in it well we're about on time could you tell the listeners where they can find you online where they can where they can back this and everything else and uh pick pick some of your stuff up <laughs> yeah yeah so don stroud at both twitter and facebook you can get a lot of the physical copies of my books from either exalted funeral or goodman games because a lot of it is uh, dcc compatible and then of course the stuff i've written for Tuesday night games, that is on Exalted Funeral as well, I think. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. It's been great getting a chance to talk. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me so much. Uh, oh, I always like doing these uh, sorts of things. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok now at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We could really use support if you got the chance. Go on over to Patreon, patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards and, and give us a little support there. And as always, keep those dice rolling.